kind of remind you that self-reflection and journaling or, you know, just thinking in, in this way and like reflecting on how you want to live your life ultimately, it's it's a great way to launch your year with intention. And you'll process the past year and gain clarity to set really kind of yourself up for success for the year to come. Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adit, your host. I am so glad you're here today. It's going to be a great episode that I'm going to give you journal prompts to be able to reflect on this last year, on 2022. As we enter almost the new year, this is a good time to slow down, pause, reflect, and notice your small accomplishments, your big accomplishments, all of your wins, things that you want to work on or renew as you enter into the new year. So I'm going to guide you with some questions uh, in today's episode. So I'm so excited for it. Before we launch in, I want to thank a listener who left a review on this podcast show. It's so fun to read them, but this is from Real Love Punk. Love the username. And they said... Most podcasts and books about taking charge of one's life are usually filled with smug platitudes, narrow cast antecedents, and pretty crap advice. Adita is able to transcend this by marshalling her years of experience as a therapist working with one of the toughest populations and stripping away the psychobabble to give us the raw and the real via her vulnerability and extensive knowledge. Thank you so much. That is such a kind review. I really look forward to reading what you all have to say about the show. If you have any ideas for a topic, please reach out, email me, Instagram, DM me, leave a review on any of the podcast platforms that you tune into the show. I love, love, love to just really like connect in that way and, and see what you think about the show. And once you reach out, I'm like, you know, don't be surprised. I will respond back and be like, how are you? Where do you live? Like, tell me more about you. So I really do enjoy that connection. It really is, is the reason why I keep showing up because I do feel like I'm connecting to all of you wherever you are tuning into in this world that we're all a part of. So thank you so, so much. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review. I truly appreciate it. And now let's launch into the episode. This one's a juicy one. It's a really good time to pause, reflect. Again, just the ending of the year, there's something about it. You know, I'm not one to be like, New Year's resolution, New Year, new me. It's like, you can do that at any time. You don't need, uh, you know, 
the new year to do that but I get it like there's a lot of energy collective energy around that so it can be an exciting time to to want to engage in more intentional planning and reflecting so it is a good time to just do that um, if you haven't done it already in a while or at all or if you have and just use these questions as a way to guide you a little bit more deeper um, maybe it's something you haven't thought of or just a different perspective to kind of guide you in your journal prompts also if you're not someone who journals that's okay go for a walk and meditate on these questions think about them pray on them Um, whatever works for you like you know yourself best so just whatever that is sometimes it's you know in the shower or in a steam room or laying in bed listening to music like just whatever is you just do that and then Use the questions um, as a guide in whatever your process is already and enjoying and wanting to reflect. You know, instead of setting yourself up for failure with New Year's resolutions, it's like some crazy percentage that like by like the next month, everyone sets New Year's resolutions in January and by like March, you know, most of us fall off. Not because we're not disciplined or we're not whatever, like I don't want to really uh drive shame and like you know beat yourself up for it it's something that's so common we all do because we set ourselves up for like these big goals or these big things and then we shoot ourselves in the foot because it's hard to keep up because life happens or whatever the case may be life throws a curveball at you and now it's like you don't even think about that goal anymore um, as a priority there's a lot of reasons why So instead, I've really practiced for myself and with my clients, and it's worked really well over the last few years, is to spend your energy instead on self-reflecting on how you want to experience the year regardless of the ups and downs of it, what you want to anchor yourself in, an intention, if you will, or an idea of like what you want to embody. I love to think about a word for the year that I want to embody, like whatever that word is, I want to breathe it, I want to walk it, I want to live it, I want to get intimate with it, I want a relationship with it, I want to see how it's going to transform me or change me. And the idea of what I think it is in the beginning of the year always kind and it transforms and takes a life on its own by the end but I always stay steady with that word I'll come back to it and continue to kind of see how that word of the year evolves for me so my first question to you is what is your word of the year so an example of that I've had you know clients in the past and and I'll share my own but you know words like vitality commitment grit self-compassion nourishment healing, growth, brave, courageous, fearless, thrive, joyful, hopeful, grace, focused, inspired, disciplined, organized, grateful, light, easeful, playful, and balance. And, you know, I always like to say where focus goes, energy flows. So when you focus on your word of the year, your energy will naturally gravitate there when you kind of reset yourself. So have it be a word that you feel really emotionally um, and intentionally connected and aligned with. I, for this upcoming year, I am going to embody fun. I feel like the last few years I've had different words where, you know, it was like brave, being disciplined, grit, healing, 
and I had to, you know, use the, that they were like stepping stones to get to where I am now. And I feel like after kind of all the things I've wanted to embody and experience, I now want to just have fun. Like I just want an ease filled year and I know hard things are going to happen. I know tough things are going to come up, but I want to return to fun. I want to embody fun. Like that's something I want to have fun in my life, whatever that looks like for me in the year in 2023. But like I'm going to stay dedicated to fun. So what is that for you? It has to be a personal driven why. Like why is that word important to you? Why does it stick out? Like all my years in the past, like the with the word, like I had a relationship with it, like with healing or grit or discipline or growth. There was reasons why I came Uh, up with that word and if you need ideas to spark on what your word is just literally google word of the year examples and you will get a ton of different websites you can just click on them and like look and find the word that you just feel connected to you're drawn to and you're like yep this is the year and remember you might feel like you want to do it all but remember like you don't have to do it all right now like pick the one biggest word that feels like if this were to happen if you were to experience this word that would lead you then to where you want to be and then you can add a new word for the following year but when we have our attention in like a hundred different directions or like two three four places even like your energy is going to be scattered it's going to go everywhere so instead focusing on one word I'm going to be really strict with that like really just telling you to like focus on your one word that you want to embody and then you can create a new word another time for the following year but just stay committed to one word and see how it kind of plays out and how you want to experience the year. And a reminder that self-reflection and journaling or, you know, just thinking in, in this way and like reflecting on how you want to live your life ultimately, it's it's a great way to launch your year with intention. And you'll process the past year and gain clarity to set really kind of yourself up for success for the year to come. So That was the first question. The second question I want you to reflect on is, as you look back on 2022, what are you celebrating about yourself? What have you felt really proud about? This could be small wins, big wins, all in the middle wins, like, you know, take anything and everything into consideration and dissect it month by month, like go into January, go into February, or if it's more helpful, go into seasons, like, going back to the beginning of the year or thinking of it like a quarter system, however your brain works best, go into reflecting literally like slowing the year down and going into different stages of the year and how you evolved or what you learned or what you felt just like you celebrated or accomplished or achieved or felt like it was a lesson that you're like, yes, like this really felt important for me to take away and I'm honoring that. So really just celebrating and honoring yourself. Like what are those things? What are those moments, those experiences that you've had, a moment of growth, a moment where you, you know, walked away from an argument instead of kind of going back and forth and kind of trying to prove your point. Like those are things to celebrate. Like where were you in your moment of healing and growth? And our brains are wired to kind of 
go to the negative about ourselves and be our worst critic. And it's going to probably be like, oh yeah, but you know, you didn't step away from that argument the next time. So you don't want to celebrate that one because you didn't do it consistently. It's important to look at it not in this like very black and white way. Like you did do it this time, you didn't do it the other time, so it doesn't count. Instead, look at it from for what it is. Like just take that moment for what is what it is and accept it. Just accept that win. Accept and honor yourself for that moment. Because for that moment, it mattered. It it did something. If you try to compare it to another moment where you didn't do well or you didn't succeed or you didn't meet that goal or whatever it is, that's perfectionism showing up. That's you trying to think that you're supposed to be perfect in every situation, in every scenario, and instead letting go of that notion and saying like, no, okay, I really did show up in a way that I felt proud about and it was authentic and it was genuine and it was real. It was a real sign of growth and healing for me. Celebrate that. That's the moment. I want you to sink your teeth into it honor it, treasure it, live it in your body, in your cells. Don't dismiss it or discount it just because it didn't have this like perfect continuous time that it, you know, that you thought it was supposed to be because that's not life. All our life is is just a series of moments, moments of moments, a collection of them, if you will. And so if we try to compare all of them and if we try to like just pressure ourselves to have perfect moments all the time like that's not going to get you anywhere it's just going to get you to beat yourself up even more be your own worst critic and really continue that cycle of shame so this is a good moment to stop and think about what you're honoring what you're celebrating of yourself in this last year of 2022 the third question is, what surprised you about yourself in this past year? What were some either risks you took or ways that you stepped out and, and did something uncomfortable, but it was was a good thing that you did that because maybe you're trying to grow a particular skill or you know experience a certain thing in your life and you just did that thing or you know you face that challenge head on or maybe you ran a marathon or half marathon or you know you signed up for something new a class a dance class or ceramics class but what surprised you about yourself in this past year something that you did um, something that you maybe thought you were gonna do but you didn't and maybe why that was it could also be something that you you know feel like, oh, I wish that, you know, didn't happen, but it did. But, you know, because it happened, wh- why did that surprise me? Like, what was it about this thing that really either weighed on me or brought me down? But what surprised you? Maybe a situation happened and you didn't know it was going to affect you that much, but it did. And you're like, oh, like that surprised me about myself. So it could be a mix of things, right? I would say like do a little analysis of both. Like the things that surprised you that you were like, oh, that was awesome. I I have a lot of excitement around that. I'm so proud of myself or that was a really cool thing I did and I'm surprised I did that. And then also the things that surprised you that took you aback and kind of made you scratch your head a little bit and be like, oh, I wonder why 
that happened or what was it about that and that's but it surprised you maybe you stepped out of character maybe you stepped out of alignment and it surprised you and and understanding a little bit more about the situation the dynamics the things in your control the things out of your control because of that situation that could give us a lot of good information about ourselves so it's a good question to reflect on and it's okay to have all of the feelings come up just sit with them release them let them go don't let them eat you up they're meant to be there as teachers um, not to be self-critical number four what did you do this past year that you couldn't or didn't do a year ago two years ago five years ago ten years ago whatever that year is, but just really kind of understanding yourself in this in this last year of like, wow, like that growth part of yourself. Like I really couldn't have done that, you know, if it was the me last year. And I'm really just naming and identifying the, the things that I did that I wouldn't have done a year ago that makes me feel really excited and proud of myself. Um, kind of connects to um, similar questions asked, but like it really pulls apart the growth Um, with this question and really kind of gives you that insight back about what you really did differently this year than past years that you're really excited and proud of. And lastly, the fifth question is, what are the top five memories you have from this year? They could be a significant, uh, life-changing, or not uh, as as you want like they could have been just kind of the day-to-day like really appreciating the small things in life but five memories that really stand out to you from this past year they can involve other people but just write them down reflect on them think about them and why were they so special to you what about these five memories are so important that out of the whole year, 300 and whatever, 65 days, that you pick these five. Like you could have picked any other day, you know, day or memory, but these were your top five. It could really reflect back to us what's most important. If you notice a theme, if you see all five, there's like other people involved that might tell you that you're someone who really thrives off connection and being with other people and that matters to you. You can use that to do more of that in 2023, right? So it's about honoring those five men- memories and recalling them to consciousness but also noticing a theme and seeing like, is there a pattern of what stands out to you like that you want to continue in the next year? All right, my friends, I am not going to overwhelm you with any more questions. I think if you just stick to these five and truly do a deep dive with them, you are in a really good place to begin 2023. That is not something most people do to just slow down because we're all so busy and life is happening and you're pulled in a hundred million directions. So just know that if you did these five questions, like you are good, you are ready to go for 2023. And if more questions, you know, come up, uh, you know, maybe you might come up with your own as you're doing these ones, 
take that into consideration reflect on your own questions maybe ask a friend share this episode with with someone you love let them know about um, these journal questions that you're reflecting on see what their answers might be share yours maybe think of like doing a coffee date or a zoom date with them and sharing and exchanging your reflections with each other and see if they have any new questions to add or vice versa if you have any and you want to share with them but make this interactive make it fun make it Make it something that is meaningful, not just another podcast you're listening to, but like take this and use it and apply it in your in your real like day to day life. Take these questions, maybe, you know, during the holiday season, pick one of these questions and go around the table and everyone has to answer it or um, not has to, you know what I mean? But like (laughs) encourage them to answer. Um, But just taking that time to honor these these questions and the self-reflection And you could always Google more, you know, self-reflection journal prompt questions and you'll get a ton more if you want that. But I I really, I think less sometimes is more because we're already overwhelmed and overstimulated enough already. And we're already putting so much pressure on ourselves to like do more, do better, do this, do that, that just sticking to five is like, is like easy and good enough and will set you up for success when done with intention, integrity, and I honor you, I see you, I thank you for being here, taking time out of your busy lives to tune in, and really proud of you for taking this moment to pause with yourself and reflect. Uh, Please share this episode with someone you love, leave me a review, it goes a long way, and send me an email if you think of an episode for 2023, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email, it's in the show note links, and... I wish you a wonderful and beautiful rest of your week and time. Take good care of yourself and take good care of each other. Until next time, friends.